Welcome to Roar with Sparks. How loud is your roar? I am your host, Kristen Sparks. I am the CEO and founder of Roar Inc. Voices Are Power, communications and connections company. I am a corporate and personal growth facilitator. I am an infinite possibilities and certified success principles trainer, currently working on my master certification for the success principles and my BVC coaching certification. I am a facilitator, author, speaker, and thought leader. I am a cancer, broken heart, body, and soul thriver. 2022 is a power year and all about living our best life. I may live with chronic pain, but I find joy in every day in the act of getting up and having a new day filled with infinite options, opportunities, and possibilities of success. Roar with Sparks, How Loud Is Your Roar is all about you. Come join the conversation as we gather weekly to share wisdom, insight, and value, learning from and giving to each other and our special guests, sending our vibration higher and charging each other up all while having fun. Can't wait to see you here. How loud is your roar? Good morning. And this could be afternoon, depends on when you're listening to it, but we drop in the mornings. My name is Kristen Sparks, and I am the host of Roar with Sparks. How loud is your roar? I am here today with an amazing woman, Jill Duca. She is the international best-selling awarded author of three books now. She is highly sought after in the international community as a speaker. She is an awarded mentor in the European Union, the founder of Global Academy of Coaching. She is a master coach and certified through International Coach Federation. Her books are Seven Secrets to Manifesting Your Perfect Match, which is incredible in and of itself. And I'll let her tell you about the other two. She is absolutely one of the most inspiring women that I have met in my journey of getting to where my voice can be heard and being confident within that voice. So Jill, how are you? And welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited that we're doing this together. Thank you, Christine, for making this world a better place. Thank you for the amazing value you bring out to all women. And I'm looking forward to this conversation because I know it's going to be really juicy. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us about your books, The Seven Secrets to Manifesting Your Perfect Match. That was incredible. That is the way you and your husband found each other? Actually, it was uh, short of the way. Yeah. I wrote down all the exercises that I had started doing for myself in order to shift my energy and bring in my husband. And it was really interesting because I started doing these exercises with my clients and it started working with them. The most interesting thing was that I first started doing them with my clients and then they worked on me. (laughs) So there was a time lag. So I was doing it for some years and then I started, you know, applying them heavily on myself Actually, the whole book is about building our relationship, Christine, with ourselves first and becoming who we want to be. The other person is going to be attracted to us. It's just something that will happen automatically in a way. We don't need any effort to to put out any effort. 
Yeah, this book has been an international best-selling book in Amazon. It has been forwarded by John Gray, Dr. John Gray from Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Yeah, from Jack Canfield. So it's a book that really has helped uh, many, many women and men to really work on themselves and attract the person that they are at the same vibration with. And I'm very, I'm very proud of this uh, book. It's the first one. And since then, um, I have written three more. So it's been an exciting journey, you know, to write four books. That is an incredible accomplishment. Wow. I really give you kudos for that. That's amazing. Thank you. So just a caveat with that. Um, how did you meet your husband? We met in, um, in a conference. So through a conference, and then after some time, uh, we started talking. Some time passed from our meeting until we started p- talking. And yeah, so that, that was it. <laughs> I asked because that was very much the same story of myself and my wife. Uh-huh. What, how was it? We met at work, and I, at the time, was not interested in dating a woman. That was not my forte, my thing. And I had been married. I've got three children. I dated men. I just, you know, it wasn't where I was going. And then I got a very clear message from the universe about six months later that she was the one and I better not let her go. And it's been 20 years. So, wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's funny, they come in packages sometimes that you don't expect. But yeah. when they come, don't let them go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Grab a hold and enjoy the ride. So one of the questions that I really, really love to kind of dig into is what do you think is the one thing that holds women back from being their best self? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. And actually, it's, it's one of the questions that I very often ask myself and I ask my clients because 95% are women, my coaches. Christine, I believe that uh, the only thing that holds us back is ourselves. The way that we perceive ourselves, I feel that we have in our DNA a way of holding us back so that certain things are not for us, certain things we cannot do, certain things are enough, you know, we have to be a little bit behind our, our husband or we need to be a little bit less than we can be. This is about upbringing, the way that we have been raised. This is about stereotypes. This is about commercials. This is about everything. It's a whole way of thinking that has been engraved in women globally that it's okay if we reach a certain point, you know, you cannot be president of a country, you know, it's too much, you know, or, or things like that. I think that they have been engraved in us. Nevertheless, Christine, I, I see that now with all the energy shifts that exist in the world, which are quite extremely, may I say, violent, there's been a great awakening. And the awakening has been uh, towards, of course, men and women. And women have started to understand that unless we step up, this world is going to keep destroying itself. Because if you really see what's going on in the world, what is going on is that female energy is missing. And 
when the world by 95% is being ruled by men, this is, you know, very natural because they don't have a female energy. They cannot have it. Of course, men and women both have female and male energy, but they cannot recuperate the amount of female energy that is needed, the nurturing, the caring, the loving, that it's completely, you know, a female characteristic to be drawn in the world. So unless we start stepping up, things are not going to get any better. And I don't know, I would love to hear your opinion on this. Do you feel this? Do you see this happening? I do. I do. I absolutely agree with you. Women are, we're afraid of our own power, I believe, Mm. you know, that I think it scares us to step into it, to be our best self because of what's been ingrained in us, because of our limiting beliefs in the fact that the feelings that we are so alive with have been stomped on, I guess is a good way to put it. We're told that, you know, don't feel so much. You're overly sensitive. Don't be so dramatic. And really that's where our power lies is in that feeling, in those emotions, in that rawness that we have in that feminine energy. And without having that correlation between the two, the male and the female, we are losing half of what is the beauty of life. Exactly. As a woman, I want to bring not only my feminine energy, but I want to really bring the conversation from the shame and guilt that we have been basically inbred with. Everything that we do, we should be ashamed of because we're, you know, again, too much or we're not doing things the right way or because we're not like other women. We aren't subservient to men or to life. I want to change that to more of a conversation of joy and grace because joy is, and I know that you have a daughter named Joy, which is just amazing, but joy is such a life-giving gift that we have received, you know, having dealt with cancer and injury and these things that have brought me close to knowing the value of life. I really want to be able to bring back to the world that you don't have to go through that to enjoy life and to be willing to live life. So it doesn't matter whether you're male or you're female. We need each other to be a humanhood, not just a brotherhood or a sisterhood, but togetherness. This is why I strongly believe we cannot make it alone. So we really need to do it together with men. And uh, this is where we mothers are playing a very big role in how we raise our children, our daughters and our our sons. I mean, we have to break out the paradigms. We have to say that it's okay for the girl to do things that are for boys. And it's, it's so much okay for boys to do things that are for girls. I mean... It's so boring, even if you watch the, the commercials, it's so boring you know, to see how many ter- stereotypes they're being thrown to us. So um, it's about believing in ourselves. And I think, Christine, you and I were doing very similar work. So we support women to really find their, their voice 
And if our voice is so much louder than the voice of our husband, our brother, our father, I don't know who, it's so much okay. And we really need to push through this and really stop seeing and thinking what do others think we don't care what do others think <laughs> it's, it's none of our business what other people think <laughs> i don't watch television a ton but when i do and i agree with you with the commercials are just they're ridiculous in their stereotypes and they're pushing on us their values and really we need to decide what our values are and then live by them I don't watch either, but I read magazines and I just see those women. You know, I'm not like, who are these women? Where are they? You know, right? they're not here. I don't see these thin, you know, like, and I, I'm good. You know, if someone is thin, it's amazing. If someone has, you know, extra weight and they're good with that. It's also amazing. But come on, let's get serious. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> I know. And you're so right on it's the parent's responsibility to bring in both that male and female energy and to teach our children that it's okay to be who they are, whoever that might be, exactly. you know, and to support them in that and to support girls using tools. I taught my daughters how to use tools, power tools, you know, drills and saws. And, you know, I taught my daughters how to tile and work with electric because it was important. My son as well. But I also allowed them to have dolls and to play and to play act. And we would do tea parties where we dressed up. And just because life is an adventure and so much fun, it does not have to be separate. You don't have to be separate paths because you're one sex or another. Mm -hmm. And if we as mothers can step up and use our voice to train our children not trained to teach our children, to embrace our children, to live their truest self. That's really where we're going and need to go. I catch myself, you know, many times Joy says, oh, we're marrying and the girl is marrying the boy, but maybe the boy is marrying the boy and the girl is marrying the girl. And I'm like, you bet, you know, I mean, Whoever wants to marry, whoever wants to marry. I mean, it's, like, it's a choice. It's a, it's a human it being that you're marrying. <laughs> but, you know, I'm amazed at how much at the age of six, she has really, you know, understood that in this house, this is the way that we are. We're, we are about choices and not about stereotypes. And what I would like all of us, you know, is to choose ourselves first. I did a, a podcast with my coaches uh, the other day. And I think that, you know, at the end, we decided that that was the overall thing from our talk, which was uh, dedicated to Women's International Day. Choose yourself first. Because if we do not choose ourselves first, as parents, as um, entrepreneurs, as uh, whatever in the community, part of the community, the church, whatever, if we do not fill our own cup and choose ourselves first, we're not going to be able to give to anyone else. So an empty cup cannot fill any other cups. Just focusing on what makes us happy, focusing on how can I make the best out of myself is a huge, has a huge impact all over the world. Right. 
it comes back to what you were talking about shaming and blaming ourselves, I think. Yes, I agree with you. You know, it really does. If we start at home and home is ourself first, then we can give to other people. We can bring other people into the fold, into our home and enjoy that relationship as an equal between people, no matter who they are, you know, and I love, I love that you are teaching your children choice. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. I didn't realize that they were so young. How old is, uh, is it Marlena? Marilena is 13. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Six and 13. Wow. You've got quite a generation gap there. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. Mine are, are much older. They're in their 30s. Two of them have children of their own. And between them, I have seven grandchildren. Wow. And one great grandchild. So, yeah. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, it's, it's an amazing thing that we are giving back to the world in the work that we do. And I am so incredibly grateful for you and for your being here today and for being able to have this conversation about the combination of men and women together, a human hood that is just so important. Thank you for being here. It has just been absolutely incredible. Incredible. You are a wonderful person. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. Thank you again. I cannot thank you enough for the, the amazing value you bring to the world. So let's make this world a better place. And thank you. Absolutely. I would love to have you back anytime. Again, this is Roar with Sparks. How loud is your roar? We're so excited that Jill Duca has agreed to join us today and been here. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Roar with Sparks. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, rate, review, subscribe on your favorite podcast player. We can be reached at www.wrarinc.com. Thank you again, and we can't wait to see you here next week. How loud is your roar?